Hello everyone, a warm welcome to all the FPL addicts on behalf of All About FPL, myself Anirudh. I have Surya and Sini with me just as always. So hi guys. Hi Anirudh, absolutely excited to be recording today's episode. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hi guys, glad to be part of this podcast and very excited that the FPL season is back and started again. Oh yes, definitely Sini, FPL is well and truly back and this is technically our first episode related to core FPL. Uh, we have done another episode during the break. So in case you haven't heard it, do check it out. You might get to know something interesting about history of fantasy football and how it emerged. Anyways, in today's episode, we will be covering everything regarding game week 30+, plus, uh, the chips to use, teams to avoid and consider, key players, must-haves, captain picks, whatnot. Also, in the end of the episode, we will be telling how our teams are shaping up so that you guys will be able to relate it according to your teams. So, let's start with the rules, shall we? Because uh, there have been some interesting rules introduced by both PL and FPL. The new 5-sub rule and obviously the new unlimited transfers. So, how do you think the 5-sub rule is going to affect FPL managers, Surya? Yeah, as the season is coming back, uh, it was... Uh, very important for Premier League to announce the 5 substitution rule and it definitely has an implication on uh, FPL definitely how i see it is that it will have a positive impact it will have a uh, it will not have a much of an impact on attackers but it certainly does have an impact on defenders as in if a defender plays 45 minutes and gets subbed off uh, the uh, clean sheet points goes off but that doesn't hold the case for an attacker. Even if he plays 5 minutes and he scores a goal, you get the goal points. So that's how I see it, uh, Anirudh. That's a very interesting point. I do agree with you, definitely. And uh, regarding unlimited transfers, as I said, uh, you guys have to be careful that you don't fall into a trap. Uh, if you do think of using the free hit after using your unlimited transfers, it will not work out because unlimited transfers will get cancelled and the team you had prior to the break will be restored. So just be careful, guys. So, moving on to another rule, a uh, very interesting rule introduced by FPL, the player value. So, I'm curious to know how this will impact our manager, Sini. So, what do you think? Yeah, this is uh, the FPL have announced that uh, there won't be any price rises or drops till the game week 30 plus deadline. So, this effectively means that the players who the players value stays as what was before the coronavirus break lockdown. So, yeah, this will have an impact. So, what the FPL managers should do the simple thing is they should not do the no mistake of uh, transferring out the player who they have incurred value and bring them back for game with 31 plus even if they have the extra wild card or free it whatever you should not transfer out the player who have incurred a lot of value even if you have unlimited transfers also because that doesn't simply make sense yeah Srini totally yeah, uh, as you said so even I have had uh, Bruno Fernandes for a very long time and if I have to remove him for one week and uh, t- uh, bring him back in game week thir- uh, 31 uh, plus, I'll be losing 0.4 in my, from my uh, squad value. So that is something that you guys should avoid, definitely. Yeah, that's a very interesting point, Surya. I think uh, you guys have to be careful, especially with players like Bruno Fernandes or Trent Alexander-Arnold, if you own them, uh, while the player value will not change, the value that he has incurred will remain and you have to be careful about that so make sure you keep hold of that so moving on as we all know game week 30 plus is going to be a double game week and fpl is back with a bang as four teams have a double game week man city sheffield united aston villa and arsenal so who do you think are the must-haves to start with of course going 
triple Manchester City is uh, uh, mandatory if you ask me because I do have the liberty of uh, another wild card and free it left. So I am definitely going with uh, triple uh, City under the when you are going with triple city i guess a city fan in sini will also go with triple city yeah exactly because that makes sense simply because i have also city triple attack that also makes a difference i don't see a city defense being worth to spend the three valuable city players in ederson or laporte or whatever the three valuable players from city should be spent in the form of attack even it might be jesus who might be playing just 40 minutes out of those 180 and simply bang in 16 18 points what do you think of this anil Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I also feel that a triple city players is very important, and also I feel may someone like an Aubameyang or a Jack Grealish is also a must-have. Maybe even a Sheffield United defender, one if not two also. I mean, they have kept a lot of clean sheets, so I think these are the must-haves. So moving on, uh, the team strategy. So in terms of long-term planning, because this is the unlimited transfers for those of you who do not have. a wild card left this might be pretty useful so which are the teams to avoid you guys think uh, i do believe that teams which do not have anything to play for are the ones you have to avoid i mean the likes of newcastle burnley crystal palace what do you guys suggest maybe even liverpool dare i say yeah and it was interesting point so uh, uh, if you ask me the table is split up into two uh, the top is almost certainly decided and uh, the mid table teams around the 10 to 13 spots are already they are uh, clear of relegation and dare i say they are not be capable of challenging for a european spot so the table is into two places teams that are fighting for a european place and the teams that are fighting the relegation battle so that's how i see it and as you mentioned teams like newcastle have very little to play for so uh, uh, but then newcastle's fixture are uh, pretty good for the first 2 3 weeks so we might have to consider newcastle but te- Burnley, they might have a little bit of a lesser uh, power or freedom or uh, motivation to see through this period, and uh, that's something that we'll have to definitely consider into while picking our teams. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more at all. So, which are the teams to consider when talking about teams, Sini? Yeah, the obvious choices for the double game week we all know is City triple up on attack, Arsenal maybe maybe Abamayang in the form of Abamayang or Nketia. After game week 30 plus, the fixtures are really really smooth for Manchester United, Tottenham, even Newcastle because their fixtures are so good so that you can't even avoid them. So if you have a wild card, you can go all in for the double game week players and use the wild card for game week 31 plus, which will be my strategy obviously. Bring players for the longer run in the form of Son, Bruno Fernandes, or maybe even Martial. Yeah, fair point, Sine. I also think Wolves are. a team that you have to consider you have to have at least one asset from wolf if not two i'd say two in fact anyways moving on this is probably going to be the most important section of the show the chip strategy i think it's a million dollar question uh, let's start with those who have used all the chips what do they got to do i mean i feel they just got to plan the team for the rest of the season using the unlimited transfers don't you guys think so as well yeah nirut so uh... that isn't much of a big long term planning but still 9 weeks is a pretty solid number and if you don't have any of the chips left it is very crucial that you plan for keep plan keeping in mind all the nine fixtures that are still left uh, and uh, uh, bringing in two or three aston villa assets is something out of the uh, option i believe for you as well since you don't have any of the chips left uh, am i right anirudh i know i do have 
all the chips left except wild card <laughs> so that's the main one uh, if i'm not wrong <laughs> <laughs> anyways moving on uh, for those of you who have all chips available i mean i think surya will be able to give you a better advice so what do you think yeah nirut so i have the liberty of having all the chips left in my kitty so i do have my wild card triple captain bench boost uh, left with me so what i am looking at is that i'll i have loaded my team with a fair enough amount of uh, uh, double game week assets for game week 30 plus and i am looking to use my free it early so i was thinking of reading at the last game week uh, but then i do believe that uh, holding my free chip for so long is not going to be of any worth so i thought of uh, playing my free it in game week 31 plus and then using my wild card again in game week 33 wherein uh, liverpool will be will be crowned champions and we know which teams are uh, eager and have the hunger to uh, challenge for places so i believe uh, doing my wild card in the game week 33 plus will be of the best strategy so if you ask me the best a strategy if you have left is that use your uh, uh, unlimited transfers to load up your squad and play a bench boost in game week 30 plus and then hit the free it in game week 31 and then use the your wild card in game week 33 plus this is what my strategy is going to be for the rest of the season uh, shrini i definitely believe you are going to uh, deviate from my strategy if i am not wrong that has been always the case so what do you have in <laughs> as always surya i i am not Uh, convinced of your strategy since i also have all my chips left wild card bench boost triple card i have everything left but i'm i don't agree with your strategy because uh, yeah, using the unlimited players i'm also doing the same loading up 10 to 9 to 10 or 11 double game week players into the team and g- going bang on for game week 30 plus now coming game week 31 plus i'm using the wild card there because it doesn't make sense for me to use the wild card in game week 33 you only have just 9 uh, weeks of fpl left and you have to use the chip just for the 6 weeks i want to use it as soon as possible build a team for the entire season for 8 game weeks your team should be there because i see immediately son newcastle bruno fernandes martial rashford everyone having good fixtures and i want them as soon as possible removing the likes of mares jesus etc i am with shrini totally in this one So anyways for those of you who are wondering what to do when you don't have a wild card but you have everything else don't worry i am with you so make sure you plan for double game week and bench boost but don't overdo it i mean i feel that seven or eight players who have double game week would be apt because you have to think long term as well anyways we'll get into our teams in detail you guys will probably get a better idea about strategy when we get to that so moving on captain picks for this week i think probably it should be a man city player what do you guys suggest which one should we give it to ah uh, anirudh that's a pretty straightforward question man so it is going to be agbero chapter close <laughs> i am not going to look into anyone else so it it in on agbero right from the first draft and it will always going to stay with agbero so yeah so yeah may, maybe i think i should have a call 2 minutes before the deadline to change your mind uh-huh this 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 time <laughs> it's not happening shrini we have the page to run so i don't think i'll be picking up the call to when it's before the deadline <laughs> yeah uh. <laughs> so shrini who is your yeah, pick agbero maybe i'm little little tempted to go for maras as my differential captain but i'm i'm not going for de bruyne simply because city go 4-0 up uh, de bruyne face becomes pink and pep 
Muslim in 62 minutes. That's what I see happening. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, I actually have a different fear about Kevin De Bruyne. He'll probably be the best player on the pitch, but will probably have one assist and one bonus point and end up getting seven points, which I really don't fancy at all, to be honest. So, I am going to give my captain's armband to Riyad Mahrez. I mean, I feel that he's going to bang this game week. So, I feel he is the best option. Sterling might be tempting as well. I have both Sterling and Mahrez in my team. So, it is difficult to choose between the two. But as, but at the moment, I have given it to Mahrez. Anyways, so now let's discuss our teams in detail. So, how are your team shaping up? Uh, let's start with Sini. I mean, yeah. your... Yeah, I am going with the front line of Agbaro, Jimenez and NKTR. Because I see NKTR's playing... Yeah, NKTR is playing okay. uh, some 60 minutes through... At least the differential strainy coming in there in KTL. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I see NKTL playing for at least 60-70 minutes through the course of double gaming and maybe a goal or assist, not against City obviously, but yeah, maybe a goal or assist against Brighton, I suppose. So that I get free up funds for both De Bruyne and Mahrez on the up. So yeah, Grealish is fixed in midfield. De Bruyne and Mahrez is fixed. The other two midfielders are the ones which I'm still pondering on. I'm now stuck up on in this draft with Barnes and Traore. So it's Grealish, Barnes, De Bruyne, Maris and Traore. On the defense, I have uh, that's that's another thing to ponder on because I'm not yet convinced of going shuffle tri- triple up. So what do you guys think? You are going sh- triple up on triple defense up. or wow. double up on defense or whatever? What what what's your guys' opinion on it? See, going triple up is a brave move. Going two defenders. Uh, Dean Henderson in the back is obviously a very risky option. I do have a hard strategy to this bit. So I asked, they face Aston Villa and Newcastle, Sheffield United in game week 30 plus. And both the teams are known to let maximum number of uh, header attempts in the box. So, uh, this brings up an interesting option from Sheffield's midfield that is uh, John Flick. So that guy uh, takes corners from one, one end of the pitch. And with the Sheffield uh, defense, uh, which is uh, uh, Sheffield uh, centre-backs, which is, uh, who are nothing but Egan and uh, Jack O'Connell, they are uh, known to get in a few headers in. So, I fancy one of them getting a goal in uh, gaming 30 plus. So, that's why I'm going double up on Sheffield defense and bringing in Fleck as the third Sheffield player in my team. So, my uh, my thought process would be uh, one of Egan or Jack O'Connell, one of Baldock or uh, Enda Stevens, and Fleck would be the best option. But if you think Dean Henderson is absolutely important, you can bring him too. But you, one thing you'll have to keep in mind is that he'll not be available for game week 31 plus against United because... Yeah, yeah, so yeah, because that that doesn't uh, that makes sense because I don't I have my wild card left and I'll be transferring out Henderson in my new draft. So yeah, I'm I'm not removing Henderson right now because of the value tied up on him. So I'm going with Henderson. Egan as the Egan is the best goal threat according to me from Sheffield defense. So I'm going with Egan and Basham for the budget he offers from the Sheffield defense and how he fetches the bonus points. So I'm going with Henderson, Egan and Basham and. My defense complete is being completed by Alonso, Doherty, Lassels. So, interesting. Yeah, Alonso, Alonso is uh, again. I'm. I'll be waiting for the press conference news and. Uh, hmm. Lot of money on someone who is not guaranteed to start. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm still not convinced of Alonso. Maybe uh, also I'm. I don't. I'm not playing Arnold or Robertson, so I can afford both Alonso and Doherty at the back and still get a triple triple hmm. up on Sheffield defense. 
So I have to wait for the pre-match press conferences to confirm on Alonso and the Wolves triple up which I have in the form of Doherty, Trevor and Jimenez. Interesting team lined up there, Sini. So let's compete your team too, Surya. What do you have in the rest of your team? So my forward three is Tammy Abraham, Sergio Aguero and Raul Jimenez. That's how it is. Tammy Abraham. Yeah, exactly. So because uh, Tammy's fixture is against the Astonella or something, I am... Yeah, Villa. So he has obviously been a mass. He put in a massive performance uh, in the reverse fixture, and he always does well in uh, on travel. So Tammy is one thing uh, that has been there, and and back to Villa Park as uh, well. Last year loans. Yeah, so lot lot of things to consider. So Tammy is one option uh, I couldn't uh, ignore at all. Plus his fixture eases as the season progresses. Uh, his City next week. Yeah, uh, so that's what my strategy is: free it in uh, a game week thirty-one plus, right? See oh, yeah. how it works. Wonders. Okay. See, my strategy is winning <laughs> nice. clearly. Uh, yeah. So next one is uh, Sergio Aguero, my captain. Uh, my love for Aguero never ends, even though he's a City player. Uh, rest aside. So the third one is Raul Jimenez. Well, you're captaining him, so I wonder if he's going to deliver, given your captaincy record. That's another thing to consider. <laughs> Uh-huh, okay. Uh, guys, please be careful. Uh, Surya has a history of having captains giving up points. So, be slightly skeptical about putting Aguero as okay. captain. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, go on. A lot of things have changed, Anirudh. So, I believe my captaincy luck will also change uh, as the season starts. <laughs> and uh, uh, to boast, I I still have a better rank than both of you guys. Uh, I do hold the... Nine game weeks left okay. to beat you. See, we'll see at the end of the season. Moving on, I have uh, Jimenez. Jimenez is someone who I have value tied upon and his fixtures are something uh, I cannot ignore. For, uh, even though he is against uh, a game big player, but he's up, up against West Ham United defence. Yeah, so, exactly. Jimenez, uh, is, Jimenez is set and go for the season. He must remain in uh-huh. your team if you have value. Even I have value tied upon uh-huh. Jimenez, so... 100%. And unanimously we agree. Yeah, and he's against West Ham United. I'm repeating it. So I am not. Uh, even I had a thought of uh, captaining him for a single game week, but again, it is a very risky move when I have uh, Sergio Aguero left. So he stays in my team. Uh, moving on with the midfield. Uh, midfield was something uh, I had to work upon. So Flick is my budget midfielder as of now. And uh, the next one is pretty obvious. Aston Villa's captain. Jack Grealish, he auto-picks himself. If if at all, Villa does something that happens through Grealish. So, he's a fair enough auto-pick. He's the most transferred in player as well, I guess. Uh, if I'm not wrong with the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Out of the stats. So, Grealish auto-picks himself. And uh, Kevin De Bruyne has been in my team since game week one. Lot of value tied under him. And I don't see myself removing him. He stays there. And... Uh, here comes my man, Bruno Fernandes. He stays. He's also been in my team uh, uh, right from the uh, day he, he was announced on FPL. So, he stays. And the fifth one was far enough a bit of a struggle for me. So, I had uh, uh, Sterling at first. But then my midfield suddenly looked heavy. And then I was pondering over and over. And in today's third draft, uh, Maris replaced uh, <laughs> so, Maris is there. So, that completes my midfield. It's of uh, Riyad Maris, Bruno Fernandes, Kevin De Bruyne, Jack Grealish and John Flick. So, that's how my team is set up in the midfield. Pretty strong midfield. Pretty strong midfield. Uh, so, now I have to sweat up on because you said it's pretty strong. Okay. Uh, uh, moving on. With my... So, Jimenez, Aguero. Who's the other forward? Tommy Abraham. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. 
it's a pretty strong team you have mm-hmm. out there so now i'm definitely sweating over since you both told my <laughs> team is strong so yeah we hope we have jinxed yeah, it yeah yeah moving on to my defense i believe uh, my defense was a fair enough uh, straightforward option so i have had trent for a very long time so he has value tied up in him and i have already taken the liberty of uh, removing sala from my team so i at least want one liverpool attacker wow. one liverpool attacker left in my team i know uh, trent is a defender uh, in fpl but he is still an attacker to <laughs> nice. me so he stays i still have one liverpool attacker left in trent alexander arnold and uh, baldock has been in my team since the beginning so i have value tied under him so even though the prospective of having uh, again our basham or jack o'connell with the crosses coming in is uh, uh corner coming in is important but i simply can't uh, lose value in him so baldock stays and uh, jacko uh, and uh, moving on i had a, a difference of option between jacko connell and uh, again but then i have chosen again over jacko connell so again is the third defender in my team and uh, the remaining two defenders are uh, a wolves defender but it is not doherty or not uh, willy boli it is uh, says because i running oh. short of funds so says is my uh, wolves defender in my team and uh, not guaranteed to start mm-hmm. yeah but then i don't have funds so the last one is uh, newcastle's captain uh, lasels so he is up against sheffield united at home and newcastle have a fair enough good record at home at st james park so i hope that game turns into a 0-0 flick gets 3 points and the <laughs> <laughs> that game was 0-0 written all over uh-huh. it trust me <laughs> so flick gets 3 points and the all the other uh, three of my defenders get 666 and 3 to 1 bonus so that that's my dream so i hope uh, that works out in my uh, goalkeeping section i have uh, two double game week uh, goalkeepers in uh, pepe reina and uh, leno so both both of the their fixtures look grim but then i am looking at some couple of good uh, save points and bonuses from both of them probably uh, a sterling penalty save by leno wouldn't be bad sterling takes penalty who says sterling's going to take penalty okay uh, that kevin de bruyne that, that's my dream because uh, i have de bruyne i don't want him to miss a penalty <laughs> so that's it or probably a rebound oh, nice. probably a rebound so that uh, I get uh, oh, 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 oh. I get points for both of them so that's the it's that's like the it's like Surya saying Manchester United is winning the Champions League next year like <laughs> come, come to reality Surya <laughs> okay okay see United finishing in top 4 uh-huh. this season anyways 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 let's come back to FPL yeah so that's my <laughs> nice team there you have yeah, Surya yeah that's my team wrapped up guys so your team is of very high importance in the pod and error so because you don't have the wild card left and you will have to plan long term just like how chelsea have been planning in the transfer window so how does your team oh ho, ho, ho. that was a good return surya nice one nice one anyways yeah as you said i have to plan long term so that's how i've thought about it so my two goalkeepers are tim krul and pepe reina krul. tim krul is someone who really attracts me because uh, norwich have really improved defensively and uh, you know they have a good record in the last three home games they've kept clean sheets as well and their next four home games are pretty winnable so yeah. i believe team those four games define define norwich is whether they're staying up or not will be confirmed in the next four games mm yeah exactly that's why i have team cool in my team and pepe reina is just a bit of a punt i somehow feel that aston villa could beat chelsea by one goal to nil or something like that because you know we have jinx, too many jinx. attacking options and i just you never know what you're going to get from chelsea so i somehow feel aston villa might keep a clean sheet there 
and even against Sheffield United, I think Sheffield United may struggle from now up until the end of the season. Uh, they are a team which worked really hard, but I mean they have a lot of old legs in there, so coming back from a break they might struggle. Anyways, moving on to my defense, I have Nathan Ake in my team. Yeah, Bournemouth player. Bournemouth are a kind of team that can come up with three or four consecutive wins. That's how they've always stayed up. And the next three fixtures are pretty good for Bournemouth and they score a lot of goals from set pieces. And if I'm not wrong, Crystal Palace have considered more goals from set pieces than any other side. So, Ake is a big goal threat. That's why I have him. And uh, just like, yeah, so just like you, Surya, I also have Jamal Lessels in my team. Again, I feel that Sheffield United, Newcastle has 0 0 written all over it. Besides, Newcastle also have good fixtures. So, that's why I have him. And having said all about Sheffield United, I do have a Sheffield United defender in my team. It's Jack O'Connell. He will be my third defender. Uh, the fourth defender in my team is Willy Bolly. Um, in Wolves have amazing fixtures. It is nigh on impossible to ignore a defensive asset. And I feel Bolly is the key for them. And he almost scored prior to the break. Yeah, Wolves, Wolves, are, Wolves are a different team with Bolly and goals. without Bolly in terms of keeping clean sheets. We know the stats, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, the fifth defender in my team is Tyrone Minks. Yes, don't get shocked. I do have a Villa double. Uh, Pepe, Reina and Tyrone Minx. Uh, again, <laughs> I mean, as I said, there's a chance of keeping a clean sheet, I feel. So, Minx also is a goal threat. So, with Megan back, I think set-piece deliveries also improve. So, I feel Minx can get a goal or two if possible. Maybe goal, goal in two. both okay. games. Rather, goal in both games. So let's Guys, see. did you... Anyways, moving on to... Guys, did you get this one feeling? Uh, all three of us have ignored one Sheffield United player who has set the season... <laughs> Oh yeah. God! Yeah, I just noticed it. Lord Lundstrom. Lord, Lund- oh, Lord Lundstrom is not part of. Oh God! I think it's because we feel Sander Berger may start one of the two games, so he's not likely to start both games. That's why I think all three of us. Yeah, are that's ignored yeah, him. yeah. I ignored him because might... I have removed him some four or five game weeks before before the break, so that I don't have Ali tied up on him. And why to this when we have trusted? Ah, yeah. Same, same here. I also didn't have him. That's why. But the one thing that scares me is that even if he plays 90 minutes or 100 minutes, I believe he is due a goal or something. Even though he misses the clean sheet points, he might end up getting the same points or even more than what uh, Sheffield United defenders that we have currently in our teams. Uh, let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope that, uh, that, uh, Lord, show some mercy on us. Lord, please save us. Anyways, moving on to my midfield. Uh, I also have Jack Grealish in my team. Pretty straightforward pick. Uh, the second midfielder in my team is Harvey Barnes. Uh, he's been on red-hot form prior to the break. So, I feel Watford is a kind of game that will suit him. So, and the rest of the midfield is comprised of City players for me. I have Riyad Mahrez, Kevin De Bruyne and Raheem Sterling. Which means no Aguero. I'll get to that. Okay. So, yeah. So, I just feel they are too good to ignore. I just couldn't find one of them to ignore. So, I made sure to have all three of them and ignore Aguero instead. So, moving on to my front line. I have Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang as one of the forwards. I'm still not convinced by him, but as of now, I do have him. I might remove him for Rashford, but not sure. And uh, the other forward in my team is Raul Jimenez. I mean, like you guys had mentioned, it's a pretty straightforward pick. Uh, He's also likely to start and complete most games because there's not much competition up there for Wolves. So, Jimenez also is on penalties. So, I feel it's definitely worth having. Can you take a guess at my third forward? Hmm, Interesting. Samata? No, no, no. If I'm asking you to guess, it must be a very controversial pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'll uh, kill the suspense. It should be one of these appeal. No, you're not quite. I actually wanted to pick uh, the two-point expert, you know, Callum Wilson. But uh, unfortunately, I didn't have enough funds. So, I ended up picking Josh King, his teammate from Bournemouth. 
again i feel it's a bit of a punt bournemouth are a type of side as i said earlier they could win a game at a stretch and king is back to full fitness and bournemouth are a team that win lot of penalties as well david brooks is back to fitness so king is their penalty taker and he's fully fit now yes. so i believe he can get that's some points big, for me and crystal palace have a lot of old defenders that's so a big, and big, i do believe you are going big with the uh, relegation battling teams with the uh, north yes because i feel they have something to fight for i that's as i said it is uh, probably worth to have players from teams which have something to fight for that's why i have aston villa bournemouth and norwich so i also have played my bench boost uh, as i said i have eight players who will have double game week so eight or nine would be apt so i, I wanted to have eight just to have a little bit of balance in my team and my captain uh, will be riyad mahrez as i said earlier so that wraps up my team guys so what do you yeah, think josh king team? is a amazing big differential that i didn't even imagine of like he has like just at maybe 3% or ownership or something but you yeah your points are so good of josh king he might we may consider him in seeing a game or two uh, another differential who i think possible to hold on from game week 31 plus is saint maximin i know newcastle are in 12th or 13th with no fire, no intent to fight on relegation or nothing whatsoever but he is the only bright spot in a boring boring newcastle team like <laughs> uh, exactly. It's soon to become a world-class team, by the way. Let's not forget uh-huh. that. So you've been doing a lot of jinxing. So hope, uh, <laughs> hope you don't. Know, oh. yeah, it's all to favor Chelsea. That's why I'm doing all okay. this. Okay. Hope you guys uh, don't uh, pain to Newcastle fans' hearts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those were our teams wrapped up, guys. So whichever team relates to you, you can probably take that team into account and listen to our teams. in case you have any doubts on what we just talked over the last 30 minutes do check our website we've covered every topic in detail as a blog also make sure to subscribe to our spotify channel so that you don't miss out on our weekly episodes we will be coming up with an episode prior to every game week's deadline so make sure to tune in for that and thanks a lot guys we'll be back with another episode in game week 31 plus